To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Paris Hilton is the original influencer. She came along, got famous for being famous before social media was even a thing. Reality television helped that, of course, and then so did the family name. She has an astonishing story. She has ADHD, but it wasn't diagnosed, so they thought she was just trouble. They sent her away to a boarding school, which was essentially a prison. She was drugged, abused, that part of her story, along with her movie uh, moves into the business and a new married life with children. Is in her book, Paris the Memoir, and Paris Hilton's with us from New York. Good morning. Good morning to you. So how does it feel so far, you know, the documentary, writing your book, putting your side of the story out to the world? Is it working for you? It's been just the most healing and empowering time of my life. I feel just so proud the past few years being on this whole path of self-discovery. And this book is just extremely therapeutic for me. And how, by the way, did you write it? By then, I mean, it comes across in a very sort of engaging kind of what I would call a rat-a-tat-tat style. I mean, did you dictate it or write it? How did that work? I was writing this book for a year and a half. So it was just a lot of soul searching and really just going deep and just going back into my old journals and, um, yeah, just talking about things that I've never even told my closest friends or family members. And given all you've been through, how's your family dealing with it? Are they comfortable? It's been definitely very emotional um, for my parents to just hear about things that I've had to go through in life. and But it's also made us much closer, being able just to talk about so many different things that have happened to me. How's it worked for you being in the middle of what really is a, a, an extraordinary experience? I, I don't know what you want to call it, boarding school in the middle of it all, and then all that went on there and you now look back on that as something you had to endure. How do you handle what happened there? It was the most traumatic experiences of my life. And it was something that was so painful to go through. But the thing that gives me strength is all of the impact that I've made since I've told my story and really turning my pain into a purpose and now I've changed laws in eight states so far, so it's just been incredibly empowering to tell my truth and just to see how it's saving lives. Could you believe it was happening at the time? No, it was just it was so hard to go through where I just tried to disassociate from it and just tried to not even think about it and was just always planning in my mind who I wanted to be and what I wanted to become when I got out of there. See, what fascinates me about it is it's it's not like you're 100 years old and this happened back in 1930-something. I mean, you're a young woman. This has happened in modern America. How's that possible? It's been happening since the 1960s, and it's still happening. And do you think most Americans would be cognizant that this sort of thing goes on? This industry has now turned into a multi-billion dollar industry with thousands of schools all over the country. Um, and this has been happening since the 1960s. And I think because nobody has been believed. And um, ever since I've told my story in my documentary, just tens of thousands of people have came out and told their story. And people are now finally realizing what's happening. And that's why I'm going back to Washington, D.C. in April to push for federal legislation and introduce our new bill. Look, I, 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 w- I wish you all the best with that.
Now, when you're in the middle of it, you know, right in the middle of it, how do you chart a course out of it to where you are these days? I think because I've just going through what I experienced, I have become so strong and I feel that if I can make it through that, I can make it through anything. And also it just gave me this drive to want to work so hard and become so successful that nobody could ever control me or tell me what to do again. And do you feel you're in that place now? Yes, I've never been in a better place. I'm just so happy to be married and have my little baby boy and my incredible businesses and everything that I'm doing and all my advocacy work and just having a true mission and purpose in life has just been extremely fulfilling. So the headlines around the book so far, it's also, you know, it's tabloid, I guess, sort of splash the abortion, the sex tape. Does that disappoint you, given that there is so much more to you and this book than that stuff? Yeah, there's so much to the story, and it just has been heartbreaking for so many years since I was, you know, first in this industry and just to be judged upon one night with someone that I really trusted and completely had my violet, my trust violated. And um, it's always been something that's been a really painful experience for me. When you think about it, the name in totality, when you look back on it all, the name Hilton, is it a burden or a help? I feel just very lucky and blessed with the life that I've lived. But I've also worked so hard and everything I've achieved, I've done on my own. And when I was a teenager, I always, I didn't want to be known as the Hilton Hotel granddaughter. I wanted to be known as Paris. And I feel that I've achieved that now. And that's something that makes me very proud. That's good to hear. Now, talk to me about ADHD. See, we treat it interestingly in this country, but ADHD in America, the, the whole thing whereby you just sort of, you know, people think you're badly behaved, you're a bit unusual, so we'll send you off somewhere. Is, is that aspect of it changing? You know, the medication, access to medical professionals, all of that, is that getting better or not? I think there's definitely a huge stigma around it, but that's why I think it's important for people, especially like myself with large platforms, to be able to talk about it and show that it's not a disability and it's actually something... But if you harness it in the correct way, it could be a superpower. I feel that we really think outside of the box and take risks and are innovative and just think differently than people. And I think it's a special attribute to have. Why haven't we understood that? Because the positive side of this is some of the world's most brilliant people have it, and that's what makes them brilliant. Why didn't we? Why have we never really understood that side of it? I think because it affects like such a small percentage of the population and it's people haven't really done the research on it. But I also I just I learned so much from watching the documentary The Disruptors and just seeing just how many other incredibly successful people and brilliant people I've always looked up to who I had no idea have had ADHD and they do. So I think it's really inspiring for others to know that they can do something really incredible with their lives if they really just use it in the right way. See, we here have trouble in our health system and part of the medication process is you've got to get a psychologist report. You can't get access to a psychologist. It becomes hellishly complicated. Is that the same in America? Yeah, you have to be with 
a therapist or a psychologist who can prescribe you the medication. And is that improving? Are people able to get access to it now? I think it's definitely improving just now that there's more awareness around the situation, for sure, and more people are talking about it. So I think it's important for more people to talk about it so more people can understand. Of course, you came along really before social media, but you were sort of the original influencer, the person who was famous for being famous. Do you think it would be any different if you'd come along later in the world of social media? For me, I just feel that I've always been ahead of my time. And back then, I had no publicist, no stylist, no agent. I was just me being myself. And I was original. And I feel that now it's it's amazing how anyone with an iPhone, Wi-Fi, and a talent can literally create their own brand and business out of it. And um, people back when I was a teenager weren't really doing anything like that. So it's just amazing to see how with technology people are able to achieve their dreams. And what about reality television? What advice would you hand out for reality telly and dealing with it? My advice would be to not let it get to your head and to surround yourself with good people because especially in Hollywood, there's a lot of people who will want to hang out with you for wrong intentions. And I think it's just important just to um, try to, uh, if you're going to do something, try to build a business around it or build a brand out of it so that it can be sustainable. Now, there's a review I read about the book that ends with a very good line, I think. It, It says, Hilton is still negotiating who she is, but she's thoughtful and brilliant in her own unique way. A woman who has a lot to say and will be heard. Do you think that's fair? Definitely. Just these past few years since my documentary have just been this journey of self-discovery and figuring out who I am. And I'm still doing that every single day. And um, it's just been just really eye-opening the past couple of years. And I just couldn't be prouder of who I am. Now, you thank your team at the end of the book. And how does your team work? I mean, do you choose them? What would they say about working for you and what sort of boss you are? My team at 1111 Media is like my family. Um, I love them all so much. And I feel so lucky just to have such a brilliant and creative team of people who support me. And really just, it's exciting just to have so many just creative minds in every different business vertical. Absolutely brilliant. Listen, congratulations on it all. We appreciate talking to you very much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it too, and I hope that you have a wonderful day. Paris Hilton out of New York this morning. The memoir is what it's called. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.